Well, uh, Charlie seemed to finally wear himself out over yeah, here. Yeah, God. for the first time. Yes, yes. He never, he never takes a nap during the show. Once. <laughs> Are you going to wake him up? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. This is the <laughs> squirrel that I just gave him this morning. If that, if you could see what a mess that is. It's, yeah, yeah, that is no squirrel right there. No, it's torn up <laughs> pieces here. Hey, what is that behind you there on your, on your left side there? On my left side, would yeah, that be this way? Oh, not, squirrel yeah. remnants. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll clean I, all oh that my God! Did, before did, Lisa sees it, did something die there. Oh, there's yeah. <laughs> wow, that's there's squirrel remnants. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, hey, yeah. so did you hear? Uh, this is sad news. Um, country music legend Naomi Judd. Oh uh, yeah, committed suicide. Oh, I didn't know she committed suicide. Yes, that's that's it. She committed suicide. It was so sad. I um, didn't know that. I mean, I saw know, she passed, of course. Well, it's it's a it, she had she was up. The the crazy oh, thing about God. the timing was that uh, she was uh, winning an award the very next day. She was being inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, mm. uh, and she, that was on Sunday. And she committed suicide on Saturday. Wow! And, uh, her her two daughters, uh, Ashley and um, Winona, accepted the award for her. And I saw that. Very very sad how the whole thing happened. But apparently Naomi had been suffering from depression for some time uh, and, and just really, really bad depression that, mm. that she had here. And she really, she succumbed to that uh, very, very uh, tragic news. This is a, this is a family, a faith family, a Christian family. Mm. And um, you know, but this whole thing with depression is a very serious thing that's going on out there now. And, and it is really, uh, and, you know, if you've, if you've, uh, I know you and I have both had bouts with this kind mm -hmm. of thing as well. And, mm -hmm. uh, it is, uh, it, you know, it's if, you, if you've never dealt with it, you know, thank your lucky stars, there thank go. God yeah. on that yeah. whole thing. But, yeah. uh, but, you know, I, I remember before I ever dealt with it, I thought, well, you know, why oh, I, I thought it was just, oh, you just are sad. Mm -mm. <laughs> that's not even there's a whole universe of things there that i just yeah. didn't know about here so yeah. uh if you know anybody in that situation you know it, it's hard to detect it, it is it, it, but you know these people the family knew about this and i i think if you're depressed you you a good thing to do is tell your family, you know, you know, see a doctor. It's, this is a tough thing. Even the pharmaceuticals are screwing people up yes. as well. Yes. <sighs> I, I don't you know, know what I, there's a, something to be said about the pharmaceuticals in two different ways. I remember that I saw a movie. I think I talked about it on the podcast well over a year ago. It was on Prime and it was like, you did. The, what was oh, that you called again? Yeah, oh, I got no idea. It was about this like young guy. Actually. It was really good. A young guy who uh, gets committed, but has to go to the adult sanitarium, if you want to call it that, whatever it was called, mental health yeah, facility. Yeah. Let's call it that. That sounds better. Right. And uh, because the younger one was full or something like that. So he's a, so he gets mentored by someone, the actor, a famous actor who was really good. So I don't remember it. Oh, but I remembered this line and I told you it. So 
uh, he's getting, he's going under, undergoing the initial consultation, the assessment of him. And uh, they're like, well, why did you go off your depression medication? He goes, I didn't need it anymore. I feel fine. And she goes, well, you think maybe it was working? <laughs> right. It was a really that, good point. Because that's what happens. I was recently prescribed a depression me medication about that for my seasonal affective disorder and right. rather mild. And I was experimenting with it. And I've experimented with a couple because supposedly the chances of you getting prescribed just the right one for you the first time are pretty rare. Like you've got to try a couple. And I yeah. did. And I didn't. You're always going to get some kind of a side effect or anything. And I stopped. Uh, I stopped uh, both of them. Uh, I, I don't. I just, uh, I felt better without, and did you, did you just stop or did you wean yourself off of it? I was at such a low dose. I just stopped ah, very, very low dose. Yeah. Yep. But I, so I'm saying there's the double-edged sword. Like, uh, I would say that depression medication probably has saved a lot of lives. I, I agree. I agree that it, and that, then that, on the other down. hand, I think you want to try not to be on any medication whatsoever, if possible. So try to find a light in your life. Try to find if you're not being true to yourself in some way or another, make a change. Just try to, you know, uh, me doing that whole dieting thing and the fasting thing clarified my mind so much. It was a big, big positive boon to me. Maybe I need to try something like that or, or change your job or yeah, yeah. whatever it may be. But I'm saying that there, there's a good positive place for medication like I that. agree with that. And, yep. And there's the other side too. And I, I think one mm. of the things I think every case is different. Every yep. person is different as well. So there's there's not a, a one size fits all. I, I thank God that there's medication like that out there. I gosh, I, I mean, uh, not to go down a rabbit hole, but I remember uh, one of the first times I was dealing with uh, any kind of depression. I was living in Cleveland and I didn't know what it was. And I was immobilized in my house, at, did not knowing what to do. And I, call, I called you and mm. uh, you came and took me to the doctor. I'll never forget that you did that for me, Barry. That you was told me that many awesome times. Thing. Of course I would do that. But, but the doctor was basically at that time was like, well, uh, yeah, here's what it is, but there's really nothing we can do. Uh, you're fine, get out of here. <laughs> oh, panic attack. You said it's a panic. Oh, it's attack. just panic attacks. You yeah. can't do anything about it. But I've but, been there. That's a, the worst place in this world you can be. Yeah, it is. And today they have they're, they're, they've figured out that that's, you know, depression and that um, there's untreated things, depression. There's things you can there are medications that they have now. But the fact the problem is they've gone so far on the other side, which is just super medicated. And that's the yes, answer. And, yes. and you, now you're on this for for life because and, of the corruption uh, of the pharmaceutical industry exactly infiltrated right. into our health. Exactly right. So right. you have to you have to monitor this whole thing. And if you're if you're on medication, my my suggestion is don't just stop taking it once you start feeling good. Work with your doctor, wean yourself off of it. It's very yes. dangerous to yes. just stop taking a lot of people it like is. bipolar people too. they just stop taking it. And then suddenly a whole horrible thing happens. So be careful with this stuff. You know what, to that point, I wasn't going to mention this, but this is like, I kind of like meant to. Uh, so I've been on blood pressure medication for a couple of years. Mm. And because of the diet and exercise pickup that I've done this whole health cleanse thing, I, and I mean, it's not a lot, it's like 10 milligrams of 
amlodipine. Amlodipine. Right. And if I'm saying it right, I mean, I could just picture it on the bottle. And it's not a lot at all. But I decided after doing this cleanse about a little over a week ago, "Ah, I should probably just stop taking this. I've been great. And I've been crushing my workouts. I love all of that for you. But this week, my workouts have been like back to being painful. Like I couldn't do them. I mean, I could hardly do anything all week. And I had the thought, I'll bet you it's, it, it took a while, but I thought, I bet you it's coming off that amlodipine, just Maybe. cold turkey. Yeah. So yeah. I started cutting it in half this uh-huh. just over the last few days and taking five milligrams and I'm doing better with my workouts. Really? Okay. That's very I haven't talked to my doctor. Yeah, just me well, doing. It, it, so I to your point about that, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking five milligrams rather than 10 milligrams. And then I hope in the near future, I'll just stop. I'll try to stop taking the five and cause right. you can't take any less really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I think that's good. I mean, you don't want to be on these kind of things for any kind of long term, because that's where the preferably. pharmaceuticals get you. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the long term use of these pharmaceuticals. And uh, in, in the long run, it's probably like 90 percent within our own capability to get healthier and off ph- pharmaceuticals. Probably there are going to be cases where that's not the case. I agree. We- and we lie about our uh, to ourselves about most of them and just take the pharmaceuticals. But it's usually a, a case of uh, getting your weight under control and doing some exercise will get you off of most medications that you may be on. You, you know, Barry, speaking of the exercise thing. So you inspired me. I mean, as we started talking about this a couple of weeks ago, I, I didn't want to do the fast, but I did uh, say in to myself, well, okay, you will. I, I want to be, I've done it before and I, I do this kind of intermittent thing anyhow, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I, uh, I, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to get on my bicycle regularly. I'm just going to do that. And yeah. I, and I've done that and uh, I've been going on a ride almost every day now. Uh, and uh, I'm getting my mileage up. I'm getting my, my times up. I, I have this really cool Garmin that I, that I have, and I put on my bike so I can kind of track that my progress and everything. Good. And, uh, I got on the scale last night and I, 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 for the first week, I didn't lose anything. I just maintained. And then, then between this week and last week, I lost four pounds. So, uh, you know, Hey, not, not a huge thing, but in a week, that's I think good. four pounds is a lot in a week, man. I yeah. think that's great. Kudos. I, yeah. I, I was really two weeks, but, uh, cause you know, I mean, I think I was doing a lot of work and maintaining the same weight, but I think there's just some bodily changes that are happening in that, in that process. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens, but I, I, Barry, the trail system around here, uh, for bicycles is fantastic. I can't even believe how great it is. I, I yeah. but last night I went on a night ride. There's a trail system right over by my house. It's beautiful. You're in the total wilderness. It was kind of scary. A coyote ran in front of me last night. Oh my God. Totally startled me. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see, I'm sorry. I don't want to let's get no, back no, to I'm that. Good. I'm good. Well, because that's really good positive stuff. But did you see that report about a week ago? Maybe it was this week. Oh, yeah. The coyote went after uh, that kid, kid at the yeah. beach. Yeah. Tried oh, to that's drag, it, drag the kid away. Holy you know cow. what? Was that in California? Yes. I had, I think hunting, 
Huntington Beach. I had uh, a lighter side story about this family that accidentally brings in this baby. You know what? I'm going to share this for a minute. And I decided not to simply because of that story, um, because it, I don't know how lighter on the lighters, but look at this. Do you see? Oh, the adorable. Absolutely That's adorable. adorable. That's family in Massachusetts. Yeah. I thought they found a lost puppy. It's actually a distressed baby coyote. <laughs> Now, if you go on to read the thing, Funny. the article, they're talking about the extreme percentage of rabies that are carried by coyotes. So they were like, thank God that this uh, couple brought this coyote into the wildlife center. So it was identified before right. they got bit or wow. something, wow. Uh, because uh, then the, the baby would have had to been destroyed right away by law. And they yeah. would have to go under, uh, go all some kind of therapy. Uh, so I didn't want to share it for that reason. But look how cute. So cute, that. though. Yeah. No, oh, I, my God. Uh, I could imagine like, hey, I found this cat. And it's like a mountain mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, but I wanted to bring that back to how fun that what I get out of your exercise routine is you're doing like the most fun thing ever. It's so sustainable. Right. And, and it's so not, good to your mind too. Right. Right. And, and here's the other thing is Anne Marie is getting into it as well. Look, and, at, uh, this is awesome. And, and so like, so still right. She doesn't, she hasn't been doing it every night, but almost like every other night. So Great. the cool thing is, so like, we ride together it's a whole different ride when we ride together and then when i ride i'm really pushing myself right right but it's still it's good to have those two things and i love yes. riding with Anne marie we uh -huh. really have a good time and it's good for the relationship you know, i i have a um one of those i i don't know how you pronounce it it's t-h-u-l-e and somebody told me it's pronounced tool but i thule it's those I really great bike racks and, i have one yeah it I have the goes same. into the tow hitch and everything so yeah it but mine is car. not mine's the one that screws up my car oh okay <laughs> dude i got like a tow hitch and i put it on my jeep and i yeah. got this the the rack it makes it so easy just i I can, I can have I my have bicycle on that. that thing in like 30 seconds and then right. boom, I'm gone. And I can lock it on the, the tow hitch locks into my car. You can't take it. And then um, my bicycle locks into the tow hitch Let me ask or, or into the bike rack. So when I, if I want to go to a restaurant or whatever, I don't have to be like, it's constantly big, like somebody still on my bike. That's a big deal. Cause I, is huge. there's a lot of places I won't go if my bike's on in the back. See, Let right. me, so when you don't have your bikes on there, do you take the apparatus off or do you I leave do. it on? Oh, and it is off. it easy? Uh, it's not hard at all. It takes, I mean, literally, if I easier than to a, take that bike rack that I put on my truck. Yeah. Look, I, I, it would take me like 15 to 20 minutes to get both my bike and Anne Marie's bike on yeah. that old, on yes. that old rack. And then yeah. I inevitably scratch my car and right. my bike. Right. And, and not only that, when I would drive down the road, I was so paranoid that my bikes were going to fly off the back of my car. Well, I've taken mine to New York and back on it. No problems whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, I, I had my car quoted to get the trailer hitch part put yeah. on so that I could then buy the bike rack. Correct. See, and that expensive. was like 300 bucks. And right. I was like, I'm not spending through it. Well, now I need about $1,200 worth of body work done to my trunk of my See, car. It, it totally saves. I went through the same thing and it was just like, okay, it's 300 bucks to put the tow hitch and the yes. freaking uh, uh, tow, the, the, the rack is like 300 bucks. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, but once you do that, it's like, you forget all about that. And you're just like, Oh, thank God. And the, the other thing too, was I would, 
when I use the old style, I we'd get done with our ride and take me another 20 minutes to get those bikes back on there and everything. Yeah. And it was just a pain in the butt, man. Now yeah. it's just so easy. And when I get home, I see getting the rack out, out of my car, 30 seconds. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I got to do that for sure. I definitely have to. Uh, I, I highly recommend it changes the whole experience. It totally makes you mobile. Like you're just like, oh, uh, it's over there. Okay. Boom. You're I'm going there and, on the, and you're driving there. You're yeah. not all worn out and sweaty because you've been wrestling these bikes and you're all in a good mood and you're whistling on the way over there. Doo, doo, doo. Okay. So Saturday morning, I woke up at five 30 in the morning. I got my coffee. I thought uh, Marie and I were going to go for rides. She didn't feel like getting up that early, but the mm -hmm. sun was coming. Dude, dude, the the sunrises here are glorious. Oh, and I'm, I'm in my car early, early in the morning. The sun's coming up. I'm heading to one of my favorite trails. I'm in yeah. the best freaking mood. Yeah. I get on the trail. There's no homeless people on the trail. That's the thing in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's they all hang out on the trails. Uh, it's dangerous. Uh, but instead, you've got these neighbors or people like from here that are there and they're all walking and everything and everyone's in the best mood, you know, like, good morning. And you just feel so good. You know, oh. so I can't, I'm doing that again. We're, we're going to go on a night ride tonight. Oh, I'm really loving that. And I think I'm going to go on another. I'm, I'm jealous. Tomorrow. Oh, it, it, Dude, when you come to weather. visit. And I'll notice yes. how I'm saying it. When you come to visit, we're, you, I'm going to take you on a couple of these, and we're going to really, uh, you have gonna, a really enjoy it. You okay? So you have the mountain bike and your road road bike. That, so. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, we're cool. I, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, well, last time when I visited you in L.A., you, you gave me the, the bike the that was a death bike. trap. Well, I the rode brakes. the hell out of that thing. Yeah, I didn't realize the, that that. Uh, <laughs> That you were gonna die. That was dangerous. <laughs> I'm those glad you didn't run were, over any of those holes. If I had to use the brakes, it was either they're not on or they're all the way on. <laughs> yeah. So you'd be like, boy, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is funny because I remember years before that when I let you a bike here at Cleveland Heights. I remember I lent you my old bike and I remember looking over at your big asses as you were like that the, the, the stem of the seat was bending. And it was, and you were slowly, slowly Going moving towards the tire. Yeah. <laughs> it was so That's funny. what happens with those that say, here Look you can at this bike. Neither of us dust on it. Neither of us are polite enough to give you the good bike. And you know, I take yeah, the no, one no, that I'm I right this one <laughs> this one's too dangerous <laughs> but now no i got rid of that bike um and I, actually i got it all fixed up i took it to the bike shop and yeah. got it all fixed up and i gave it to brandon i don't uh, know if he's ridden it or not but uh but he, he's got it but I, I i have the road bike and i have my newer mountain bike now both of those are in fine operating really condition nice. so you're you're good to go all right uh, what do we got um well yeah i don't do you see the uh, movie yeah. thing yeah. oh cool because i don't um i just wanted to tell you about a movie that i watched last night on uh, amazon prime which i highly recommend it's called jungle huh. and 
it stars the dude that I think starred in Harry Potter. Yeah, starred in Harry Potter. I never really watched the Daniel Neither Radcliffe. Did I. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and but yeah, you know, you know what he looks like, and so yeah. you think, oh, he looks like a little kid. Well, oh, he's got a beard in this. this <laughs> That's mind blowing. <laughs> yes. So it's a great movie. I love survivalist kind of movies. I always have in books and stuff. Uh, uh. And this is a true story about. This guy, it's set in the 80s. And this 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 guy, Daniel Radcliffe, he uh instead of going into the family law practice or whatever, he decides he wants to find himself and travel the world a little bit. He goes to South America and to a remote part of South America where he wants to go th- uh trucking through trekking through the jungle hence the name Uh of the movie jungle right he actually meets a a friend there sees a friend there Uh, apparently this is kind of a thing where americans will go and find themselves in this regard and it's very cool it makes it make it made me very jealous that i haven't done this uh and and then they meet a friend of that guy. So there's the three of them. And then they find a guy that will be their American guy that has lived out there in South America forever, knows the jungle and will take them on an extended hike to go see like these natives that nobody's ever seen before. The one guy's a photographer, sells his stuff to National Geographic and travels the world. So he's all excited about it. And again, this is a true story. And well, it turns out that their guide is a total fraud that was wanted on a number of charges that I don't remember what, but uh, so he was lying about this native tribe that they were going to go see way out in the middle of the jungle. Hmm. Hmm. And Daniel Radcliffe gets separated from everybody else uh, by going, getting trapped in these rapids on a raft. And he goes way down uh, through these rapids. And, you know, everybody thinks he's dead. He's on his own for three weeks in the jungle trying to survive. Oh, my gosh. Boy, do they capture that well. Just the terrifying nature of being there at night by yourself. No weapons, no shelter, no nothing. The sound. They do it like the sound is overwhelming and um, wow. of all the living creatures out there. I can't and, imagine. I was startled lives. by a coyote. I can't imagine this. Oh, you couldn't. So it's a terrific movie and it's on Amazon Prime. Most of us <laughs> have it. Highly nice. recommend it. It's called yeah. Jungle. That's cool. Thanks for that recommendation. I love that. Yeah, really. And I'd say that's a really good Friday night movie or Sunday morning. Okay, cool. I like that. Very, very nice. Very nice. You see anything uh, recently? I'm going to have to go soon. You know what? I'm trying to think. Nothing actually came to mind as I was thinking about that. I did have uh, one thing I wanted to bring up before we uh, adjourn was uh, the Dave Chappelle thing. Did you see yeah. that? Oh, yeah. It happened so long ago now that I forgot. You know that um, that was two two days ago. What? Nah, there's a few more than that. But anyways, no. I just we, heard this morning. About the same thing. Oh, sure. I just heard this morning that this uh, 
the California DA isn't going to press charges against this guy. It's not California. It's Los Angeles. And we've talked about this before. It's George Gascon. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. the, the, the DA there. Yeah. Yeah. Exa that's exactly right. He yeah. was up in San Francisco. He screwed up San Francisco. So he came down <laughs> to Los Angeles to screw that up. too. He's doing a great yeah. job. Uh, and so this guy attacked Chappelle. He had a knife. And, uh, you know, so they're looking a, at a, a fake gun. Assault. That had a switchblade type knife in it. Like how terrifying. Like the knife wasn't bad enough. You got to do the gun thing too. Right. You look at this guy too. He's just, you know, the epitome of a punk. I mean, he looks like he's all up. I know he's five foot seven. Uh, I saw some pictures of him. He's very real skinny guy. You well, know, what's that, his story? Is he mentally ill? You don't know yet. If that hasn't come out, but that, did you see the video of it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't uh, a good video. No, I didn't see a good video of it either. But here's a couple of things that came off. Uh, my, Scott brought this up to me is if you notice Dave Chappelle uh, is uh, looking a lot more like buff mm. uh, than he normally does. It, you know, Dave Chappelle's always been a real skinny guy, mm. uh, but he looks like he's been working out a lot now. And so here comes this real skinny guy to like tackle him. And Five, I, saw it in, I saw it in, in slow motion and you know, Dave got taken off guard, but the guy almost bounces right off of Dave Chappelle yeah. when he goes to tackle him. And then he just gets the royal beat down from uh, Chappelle's staff. So I like how Chappelle was just like, I got to see this. And then he goes, uh, and then afterwards, he's like, that was a trans man. And just when you just think about Chris it, Rock. Chris through, Rock goes, was that Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. I, I think a lot of funny stuff kind of happened right yeah. there. And uh, but the fact that uh, the, that uh, Gascon is is going to charge him with a misdemeanor instead of assault. Good. Why? And I had this as soon as I heard that verdict here this morning. I heard that. Why? Why isn't this on Dave? As to pressing charges and why would it not obviously be a felonious assault being a knife? I mean, I think so. I'm guessing that Chappelle decided not to press charges. No, no, this is uh, well, from what I understand, and maybe this will come out in the wash here, but it was uh, Gascon deciding not to because uh, there were criminal charges against him. It was wasn't necessarily Dave Chappelle pressing charges. I mean, he attacked Dave Chappelle in a public setting oh. at a public venue. So there, there's a criminal assault that happened right here. And uh, Gascon decided not to charge him with the felony. That's that's what the decision was. Wow. He's being charged with three misdemeanors, actually. We're not sure what the penalty is going to be on those mm -hmm. misdemeanors. But um, this is but we, the guy's carrying a knife. He comes into a public venue. He jumps onto the stage and tackles the guy uh it, it is is clearly felonious assault but you know this is what happens in los angeles this is well, a los angeles right. thing that we're seeing right now and it's throwing up the whole town actually oh yeah yeah i have been for a long time i don't know i'm don't know anything about the law and all that but um i would think that this guy should stand a trial to just let a jury decide his mental capacity because maybe they're all talking he's mentally ill, in which case then you get certainly get a degree of forgiveness. But I think a jury needs to decide that and so, uh, appropriate attorneys need to argue that. Uh, 
and then let that uh, the proper punishment be taken from there. What I do know is that dude got so rocked by those guys and a broken arm and all that. A degree of punishment was taken out already. You know, <laughs> well, that's what happens when you go up there and mess around. Like I that. wouldn't expect any less if it yeah, were right. me. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so uh, he apparently made a video uh, before that, which uh, he's a rapper, this kid. Oh, uh, and uh, it was all about uh, Dave Chappelle. So this was premeditated. Uh, he, he was actually in the rap standing on top of a, a Los Angeles police car, flipping everybody off and everything. So this is the kind of guy we're dealing with right here. Oh, Men- right. Mental. He's I don't know if he's if, I mean, it sounds like uh, something wrong. The video was certainly pretty shocking. And but I think it's kind of wild what's happening with comedy these days. You know what mm. I mean? Like the, the Will Smith thing uh, and 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 this coming together, just like, OK, so now if you're if you're and Dave Chappelle is hilarious. Uh, but, you know, like who's if, if, it's I, only I, black I, comics, though, dude. Yeah, it's also very interesting. Well, let's keep an eye on this. I think it's interesting. You didn't think that was a little funny? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's only black now comics. That, now that I think about it, it's it's super ironic, right? Like, why yeah. why is this happening? Why is this? I don't get it. I don't. Really I it. I think it's just the product of uh, the from the defund the police thing to the Seattle BS that went on there. The crap going on in portland i haven't heard about portland in a while um all of these the lawlessness trend that's been going on i think it's all just a byproduct of that and and of course all these soros soros appointed uh people that have been you're right it's very purposefully yeah yeah spreading this kind of uh campaign yeah, I think you're right about that. But I, I have to say that uh, I ended up through the, watching that whole thing. I, I ended up uh, liking Dave Chappelle even more. Yeah, uh, I, I don't agree with everything that he says, but I, I like I, him. I like the guy. And yeah. he was so funny. One of the things, it's a good thing. This guy was kind of clumsy. Kind of, kind of stumbled before he got to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> well, you know Chappelle's going to turn this into some excellent material with yeah, an upcoming he, special. He did immediately too. I mean, His, it's just funny. I mentioned before I was never a huge fan of Chappelle. I tried to get into him, and I just couldn't. But until I saw that the closer, and I thought, "What well, man? That's a work of art." When it, My, when yeah, it got to. The closing, uh, it blew amazing. my mind. I was in tears. I was in tears. It and, all and then I was led, like, why are these all people led. protesting? Like, all paths led to that. Because they didn't watch the special. They, they only heard it. the buzz. That's yep, why. That, that's exactly right. Well, one of my favorite uh, Dave Chappelle skits, and I think it was the very first episode that he did, was uh, when he had the Dave Chappelle show, was uh, this, there was this notorious KKK guy that um, would only show up on the radio and he would spew all this hatred and everything. And so one day uh, he was going to show up in public and all these people came. Well, the thing is, is that um, he, 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 the KKK guy is, is Dave Chappelle and he's blind and doesn't know that he's black. So when he shows up in front of the crowd, they're like, get up. And, and, and he thinks they're talking about somebody else and he's going, yeah, get him. 
That's hysterical. That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that's just so silly. Oh, God, that's oh, funny. You that are trying to get to him so desperately, and he's just as angry. Like... Where did you see that? It was the Dave Chappelle show. It's like one of the first episode of the Dave Chappelle show. It's you know, I heard. I heard repeatedly that that was magic. That was his. That's what made him meteorically rise to fame. Yeah, yeah. It, it, some of the stuff that's in there, it's, it's just so like creative. Like who who would have thought that? That was really really funny. That is funny. <laughs> his facial expressions and everything. It's just really really good. Uh, anyway. So yep. that's all I got over here. All right, dude. I am going to have to go uh, for when I'm starving, doing my intermittent fasting. Time right for on, me Barry. to go eat. Yeah. All, all right. right. We'll I'm going to sign off for a minute.